Do you see the deals on these brands? Of course you can't. This is a podcast. But when you go to Ross this spring, you'll see brands you know at prices you love. We're talking all the shoes, hues, and oohs at 20 to 60% off department store prices. Go see the savings at Ross. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. This week's Great Therapy is sponsored by Helix. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for my listeners at helixsleep.com slash vine. Vizzy, to find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to vizzyhardseltzer.com slash vine. Starbucks, Starbucks Bia Energy Drink is available online at grocery stores, convenience stores, and gas stations nationwide. And Progressive. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. All right, Vinos, you have to check out the new Starbucks Bia Energy Drink with caffeine naturally found in coffee, fruit. It's energy that's good. Starbucks Bia Energy Drink is available online at grocery stores, convenience stores, and gas stations nationwide. Podcast One presents Off the Vine Great Therapy. Caitlin Bristow is going to answer your questions, drink to your confessions, and hear what you have to say about anything Bachelor. Let's shake it up some more. Here's Caitlin. All right, welcome to Grape Therapy. I'm your host, Caitlin Bristow, and I had the absolute honor of having a little Grape Therapy Zoom session with Elise Myers, one of my favorite humans, and the big wine guys a couple of weeks ago. And I just knew as soon as we were done that I had to share this gold with all of you. It was our little Zoom from our wine club, but we we just really wanted to share it with you. I love Elise. She's so funny and kind, and she's just a gem of a human being. And I'm so glad that she's part of our crazy little dysfunctional but amazing Vino family. We talk about weddings, brides, bachelorettes. Okay, also speaking of weddings, the season is upon us, okay? And do I got some news for you. So whether you are a bride-to-be, a maid of honor, a best man, a bridesmaid, bridesman, or maybe just the happy-to-be-here guest, if you know someone who is getting married, I've got a giveaway to share, and it's so good, like really good. Dew is doing a veil collaboration with the Jane Ryan collection for Dew's Bachelorette Edit, and we are calling it Dew's Before I Do. So here is the dealio, yo. If you're not familiar, Jane Ryan is a luxury veil company based out of Vancouver, BC. It's small female-founded business. I love it. There are two different hues of pink to choose from. Their veils are handmade to order, so each piece is truly unique, one of a kind, just like you. And they've actually been featured in British Vogue and Us Weekly magazine. Not a big deal. So the giveaway launches on April 14th so today, at 12 p.m. Pacific time. And if you want to enter, here are the deets. So five lucky winners will receive one veil from Jane Ryan and the Dew Collab and a $50 gift card to Spade and Sparrows. Ugh, delightful. This giveaway will be open until Sunday, April 17th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time and winners will be randomly selected. So be sure to follow and check out at do edit D E W E D I T for more details. I can't tell you enough how cute these freaking veils are such a good gift for somebody. Or if you're a bride to be, here you go. Good luck and may the odds be forever in your favor. 
I'm so excited. Everybody, obviously, you know, sometimes we surprise you guys with our special guests. If you haven't heard of her, you've been living under a rock and haven't been listening to Off the Vine either. So you're in trouble. But during the pandemic, Elise went from owning her own web design firm to viral TikTok star sensation, some would say, uh, basically overnight, right, Elise? Like you you really just posted the worst date you've ever been on where he yeah. asked you to buy a hundred tacos from Taco Bell. If people haven't seen that, it's a must watch. How many views <laughs> does that thing have on TikTok right now? I think it's like 28 million or 25 million. It's it's ridiculous. Too many people have seen the worst date of my life. It's like, no, I, when I, when I made it, I was like, no one's going to watch this. I love seeing all these comments. This is just like, great. It's the best. It's so fun. I, I actually look forward to doing these all the time because everyone here, I'm like, we're friends, right? Like, yeah. Every single one of you is my friend. And this I like so much better than like TikTok lives. Because TikTok lives, there's like 3,000 comments and you're, and like half the people love you and half the people do not. And it's like, oh my God. I mean, I don't even know what that feels like to get 30,000 comments. So I can't imagine. I get like 100 on, if I get 100 on TikTok, I'm like, oh, cool, go me. No, girl, it's all, I would so much rather have like 1,000, 100, whatever comments from people that love you than. 50 50 of people that are like, I like you, also want to tear you apart. You're like, well, okay. well that's TikTok. I mean, that's social media in general. The bigger yeah. you get, the more 50 50 it becomes. When I first came off the show, it was 50 50, 100%. But now I've weaned out some haters and I've got a lot that's of lovers good. and it's amazing. It's, it's so fun. But then every once in a while, I'll get that hater. And depending on the it time stings, of month, dude. I'm like, Yes, I still have haters. Or I'm like, ow, that really hurt my feelings. Uh, see, I, I've developed such a cool community where like people are super socially anxious, like usually moms, usually like later, like 30s, whatever. And I'm like, this is great. So when I get the hater, I'm like so taken aback by it. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I don't know how to process this. And it doesn't bother me, but I think about it and I'm like, how can I use this to kind of like grow from it? But I think about it too much and I just, I don't want to. Like, I'm like, would you speak to my son that way? No, you wouldn't. No, but you have a healthy balance where I find, I was telling my girlfriend, Kat, I was like, Elise has this really good way of like articulating her feelings and getting a point across if somebody's a hater without really like, it's it's not passive aggressive, but it like drives it home where the person that said it was probably like, damn, I'm embarrassed. she got me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got me. I'm a little I think that that's I think that that's what healthy confrontation like does. I think that that's the only natural result of like really healthy communication. I think that yeah. you shouldn't feel ashamed and you shouldn't feel put down, but you should feel confronted. And like, if that's what you're able to do with being healthy and responding to that. Like, I think that that's just the only natural way to respond. And so I'm glad people feel that way. And also I love when people come to my defense, not like in a nasty way, but when they're just like so supportive of me and they're like, how, how dare you feel that way? It's like, yeah, yeah. How yeah. dare you? Like that's, that's more of a reflection of who you are and what you think about yourself than it, it's about me. Like I'm a stranger on the internet, you know, nothing about me. So right. there's no way you can know enough about me to criticize me. So that's just how you see yourself. So I want you to work also- on that for you. It also blows my mind that people could, I mean, I say this about so many lovely people that I know that online they get hate where I'm like, you of all people, I don't get it. But it's the, it's your response to them is like so mature and really like makes them think twice and be like, wait, am I the drama? And it's, 
It's you are. I hate yeah. that you are the drama. <laughs> Do you think even if you like respond in the best ways where you're like, I could not have handled that better. Do you think that people still will say things just to get you to react or do you think? Yeah. 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 So the last video I posted, like highlighting all of the like really negative, like the worst of the worst comments I've gotten. I talked about how it's like, it's not, I don't exist to make your eyeballs comfy was like the the caption. And someone's like, you can still care about yourself and present yourself well. Like after that video, they were like, you can still look nice for me. And I was like, I really respect your opinion, but I very much disagree. And like, that's a huge issue that like, you're expecting everyone to present themselves picture perfect every single day of their life. Like, do you think that people don't have anything going on? And I respectfully just like responded and I wasn't going to give him any more of my energy or attention. And they said, no, no, no shame. Like I I love you and you're so funny. And I'm just like, I don't want you to think I'm funny. You are not my audience. Like you are not my target like demographic. That's what I think too. When I have like the people that have, well, in the past really come after me, I'm like, unfollow me. I don't care about the number. I don't want you as my audience. I don't want you around. I really don't want to converse with you every day. Also, like, even if they just have that energy in their life, like, forget social media or numbers or followers. If you just have that kind of energy in your life where people aren't just like supporting you, yeah, like exit the scene. Bye-bye. See you. It was really nice to see you, but I don't want to see you anymore. Bye. I respect your, no, what is it? I I care, but I don't, I don't agree. I care, but I don't agree. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. Because it's really easy to yell back like you're wrong because that feels really dismissive of somebody's feelings. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to feel like I don't, I don't care that you feel that way. I just, I don't think that that's lining up with reality or what right. I have chosen to be like a value in our relationship or my life or how I like people will straight up just be like, you're ugly. And then I'll be like, that hurt my feelings. And they'll be like, I thought you said you didn't care what people thought of you. And it's like, no, I obviously care. I'm a human. Like, I don't agree with what you're saying, but that hurt my feelings that you would like come at me like that. And so I think that's like where people just don't understand. Like, I'm not a robot. Like, I'm not just somebody that exists online as this like poster of myself. Like, I feel things. So don't try and hurt my feelings. I'm going to cry about it, but I'm also not going to take it on. Wait, that's actually a really good point. I feel like... I always have this battle with myself of, do I care what people think or do I not? The truth is, we do. I do. Of course. But those opinions don't need to rule my brain. They're none of your business. Yeah. They're none of your business. Any power over me. Yeah. Oh, this is a great therapy session. I feel it really like is. We did it. We did it, guys. Did it. I didn't even finish pumping your tires. I wanted to say, you got the attention of Forbes. Yeah. I've been in Forbes Women, which I'm like, why is there a women's section? Why isn't there just Forbes? But it is cool. Wow. Good point. Also, why do you think? I don't know. It's weird. I'm like, this is such an honor. And I'm like, wait, (laughs) it is, but it isn't. But it is. It is. It was was an honor. It was a huge honor to be in Forbes. Ironically, so really funny. Sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to like really talk too much. So you just tell me why don't you stop talking? No, this makes me so happy. So when I, when my husband left his job um, and I took over, I thought I was like taking over financially for the family as a web developer. So everyone's like, you're really making a mistake, Jonas. Like you shouldn't leave your job. Your wife's never going to be able to make enough money to support your family. I'm like, first of all, you would never say that about a man, like ever, like you would never walk up to a man and be like, 
dude, like your wife isn't working. Like, how are you guys going to support on one income? She's just staying home with your baby. Like that would never be a conversation. So when I started working and and Jonah stayed home, everyone was like talking behind her back, basically in Omaha. Fast forward like two weeks, I go viral and this is like our life now. And I'm in Forbes and someone's like, yeah, I guess you guys are doing okay because she's in Forbes. And Jonas was like, we would have done okay either way. You don't know my wife. And I'm just like, I love you so much. So Forbes was like, I guess like the tell for his like past job that like we were going to be okay. And I'm like, you should just trust us. It's all good. Just trust us. And also like, why is this even a conversation? I, I genuinely don't know. I like, I do not understand why people don't believe that like a woman can just be successful for her family. It just makes, it makes no sense to me. We have come so far and then like none, no far at all. Okay, Vinos, at the beginning of this episode, you heard me talk about Starbucks Baya energy drink. It sounds so good, and I need to tell you more about it so that you can get excited to try it with me. Okay, it's actually crafted from caffeine, naturally found in coffee, fruit, as well as antioxidant vitamin C, and it comes in three delicious fruity flavors. I'm honestly pretty excited to try all three. Mango guava, raspberry lime, and pineapple passion fruit. Ooh, that last one, though. I need that ASAP. Each 12-ounce, 90-calorie can of Baya contains 160 milligrams of caffeine. It's honestly the perfect beverage to have on hand, whether you're going on a little road trip, spending some time outside, or just going about your day. Definitely could use a little boost of caffeine between meetings. It's also so easy to just throw in a bag since it comes in a can, so you can take it on the go with you. Maybe I'll have one next time I take my boys on a walk between meetings. Good plan, Caitlin. I'm glad we talked that one out. You guys got to try this and you can find Starbucks Baya Energy Drink available online at grocery stores, convenience stores, and gas stations nationwide. All right, now that I'm sleeping in my own bed at home instead of on a moving freaking vehicle, I can't explain how much better I feel. Like I knew I missed my mattress, but I didn't know I could miss it this much. I am never leaving this baby again. Okay, I will if they put me on tour for dancing again. But Helix mattresses leave me feeling so rested and so refreshed in the morning. There's really just nothing else like it. So let me tell you about these mattresses, guys. Okay, Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Because why would you buy a mattress that's made for anyone else, really? They offer several different mattress models to choose from because everyone is unique, so you're sure to find something that is perfect for the way you sleep. And after you take the quiz, you order the mattress and it's shipped right to your door for free. You don't ever need to go to an awkward mattress store again. Just go to helixsleep.com slash find, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they will match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for my listeners at helixsleep.com slash vine. So happy sleeping, vinos. Now back to Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Okay, I have some things to ask you just because I think everybody in here and myself are just so excited you're part of this. You are not only funny, you're wise, you're just so well-spoken, you're articulate, you're amazing. You're a great mom. You are the TikToker of our generation. But all the good things, that's what you are. So you've done these incredible bachelor recap videos. Like you, you go in there with your little backpack. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, please make sure you're following because you like insert yourself into these bachelor scenarios where you are the most relatable out of anyone. And you like say what you would really say in those situations with your little backpack. It's one of my favorite things 
of all time. So I have to post all of like the um, edits that I had to cut out when the week that you were on, um, where you hosted like the like the, the circle. Truth circle situation. <laughs> so I had so many I had to cut out. So I just need to post it and tag you in it because it was like it was like a whole episode in itself because I was so excited to see a face that I knew that I was like my friend. So I I filmed way too much about you and I had to cut it all out. So I'm just oh gonna gosh. post it. Blooper reel. Hit it. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Those are so fun. I so what's funny is that it's actually like kind of random. But so when I got this like house that I I work out of, yeah. the f- second day I was working in this house, I was like having a little bit of a breakdown because I was like, I feel really guilty that I'm renting this space that I feel like I'm not going to use. And like my family is at home. I should be home with my family. Like just a full like mom, mom guilt, guilt. Yeah. breakdown. Yeah. yeah. Like who am I to think that I should have this like space for me, you know? Yeah. And I'm eating lunch after creating content all morning and having meetings and mar- I'm catching up on The Bachelor because that's just like what I do in my free time. Yeah. And I thought like, how job. funny would it be if like I made something where I was in The Bachelor and just having the space to not have like noise happening to me and at me made me like just instantly more creative. Yeah. And I just yeah. started filming right on the spot. And like, that was before I was posting videos more than just like once in the morning. Like I was just doing morning videos and that was it. And that was like one of the first times I decided like, I'm just going to post things because I love them and they're funny and they like make me laugh so hard. Yes. And I like ran home. I edited it and I came home and I like ran in the door and I was like, Jonas, you have to see this. And he just thought it was the funniest thing where I like opened the door and I was like, Clayton, how the hell are you? And I like walked straight up to him. And Jonas was like, this house is already like, paying for itself in a way where it's like you just you feel like you can be creative and you're like you're free to just like explore and so yeah really really cool and so honestly the bachelor that like if I were a contestant it feels so like precious to me because it's like that is a direct like link to me having the space to do what I love to do and what I'm good at and so it feels like this natural like next step for me in, in that space so it's really cool you should not feel guilty. You should feel so proud of yourself and yeah. not allow that guilt to creep in because you worked hard for this. And how great is it to be able to be a mom, ha- be a f- like you're so hands-on, you're such a good mom, and then be able to have such a great supportive husband and then be able to have this space where you yeah. can work. And it doesn't mean we have to shame anyone who can't do that or feel sorry for yeah. them or we can celebrate you for being able to do that. And I think that's incredible and, and you're doing yeah. what you love to do and it's going to make you a better human, which will make you a better mom and partner and All like of it. being able to, if you're a creative person, no matter what your little niche is, if you're creative yeah. and you get to have that outlet, you're going to be a better person. So we should all like high five everyone who can do that. Oh yeah. Well, it's cool is I like, like was having a stressful night a few nights ago. And it's also funny. I'm putting my hair up. I literally spent two hours doing my hair and I'm putting it up. Story of Love me. it. It like Clue and I um, do that. But so I don't know what it is about me and you, but every time we connect, one of us has like a mental breakdown, like the day of or the night before. So yep. full mental breakdown today. And I just like really got to this point where I was like, I'm going to annoy people with my face. Like people are going to be so tired of me. Like I don't know what it it was like. My fear just like really crept in. And I was like, I'm not a good mom. Like it really hit me. And Jonas was like, what are you talking about? Like when I go to the grocery store, do I stop being husband? Like, do I just not exist as husband? Cause I'm like picking up bacon from the grocery. I'm like, 
no. He's like, you don't stop being mom because you go to work. Like it doesn't work that way. Like, and that was so huge for a man to say that to like, it wasn't like another mom. It was like, I don't know. It it was just more powerful when it was your partner. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, you need to say something like that online. Like women need to hear that, not just from other women, but like other men. And that was just, Jonas does have a brother. Yes. He has two of them. I was going to ask that. I'm, I was <laughs> other people were yes. asking that in um, chat. But, which um. they have whole stories that are just like wild. And I, I would love to share about their stories one day. But oh. yeah, like it was it was so powerful for me to hear that. Like, do I stop being husband when I go to the grocery store? I just started like crying so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, it was so good. So yeah. Wait, that's, I'm going to take that with me for when yeah. I am a mom, because that is so true. Like yeah. you're try- everyone's just trying to do their best, especially yeah. as a parent. You're just trying to do your best. If you want to be a working mom, if you want to be a stay-at-home mom, if you want to go get groceries, if you need, you know, if you need help with watching your whatever you, if you want to go on a girls' weekend that has nothing yes. to do with work or being a mom at all. You just need to go like have some fun. All of it. Like Absolutely. you are allowed to do all of it because it makes you a more round and better person. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I think it's so important. And like you said, like it's so important to hear from a husband or a partner or somebody that's not just a, somebody that relates to it. Somebody that can be like, I can't relate to that, but let me show you my support in this way. And I think yeah. that's, like you said, so powerful. It's so amazing. It's big. And what a great life to live with a partner like that. Like, I'm so happy for you that you have that because wild, um, dude. How, how did you find that? And how did you get in a place in your life where you accepted that kind of love? Oh man, it was so much work, dude. Like I've talked a little bit about it, like in my stories, but I chased this person that like, no joke, every time I write a song, Jonas will still be like, oh, is it about Bill no Blake? Like literally like this, we never dated. And he still is like somebody that burned my soul more than like anybody I ever dated. It was like six years of like me just desperately wanting this person to love me. And he would like give me just enough to keep me around and then would like take it away. And like, I really believed that like at the core, that was like all I was worth. And it took so much work for me to actually believe Jonas. Like when he, so every single time that we had like a pivotal moment in our relationship I thought he was lying to me like every time he said I like you you're my crush like will you date me will you marry me like I love you like all of it I either hung up ran away or thought he was joking and was lying to me because like my my value system of who I was was like I fundamentally fundamentally do not like deserve this and it really took somebody being like that's okay you do like that's okay you do like that's all right you do like over and I could cry literally thinking about it. Like, yeah, yeah. He just was like, I know you don't believe that you deserve this, but you do and so much more. So I'm just going to keep saying it to you until you believe it. And like, dude, it was wild. Like I still, he will be like, you're so beautiful right now. And I, I will say, I believe that you believe that because I just want to believe the things that he believes about me. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's something that takes a lifetime to kind of figure out when you grew up the way that I did, which was just like real messy, like so messy. And, but it's good. Like, it's just so pure. I don't know. His love is so pure. And it it really just like pierces through all of the trauma that I kind of carry with me. It's really powerful. 
that does take somebody who's willing to reiterate and drill oh, it yeah. and say it over and so over patient. without getting frustrated or saying like, God, how many times can I tell you? Like, that's so beautiful that he's like, I'm going to tell you until you believe it. And the fact that you have been able to say, I believe that you believe it has yeah. probably taken, like you said, a lot of work. Years. But having somebody like a, a partner and, and I think that would help a lot of people. Like I'm sure everybody can raise their hand in this chat right now saying like, I've been there or I'm there right now, or I'm working through those things right now to know, like, uh, you know, it takes work and believing in yourself and working through trauma. And I have done the same through therapy and dating. I know. How was it when you met Jason? Like, what was that initial like dating phase of like, do we get together? Do we not? Like, what was that like for you? Because I know that your whole like, dating relationship was like televised and everyone saw it. And then it was kind of like, it was so messy and confusing. And like, so what did that look like with him? Well, that's exactly right. It was so messy and it was so confusing. And I was like, how do I transition into what I think could be a healthy relationship yeah. and share it with everybody? I don't want to hide anything, but I don't want to overshare because it's so soon. But I was so like excited about being in a healthy relationship that I wanted to share it. But I honestly, it, I was the same way. I would just doubt everything. I would be like, you don't mean that. Like even still, he'll say something to me. He'll be like, you're so pretty. And I'll go, wait, really? And he's like, what? Yes. You're like, no, like, no, I, I know that you, I know that you think that. Yeah. And it's the same. I think, you know, Jason has come from a very healthy relationship background. Like his parents have been married for like 37 years. They're incredible people. And my parents were also like such a good example of love, even though they were divorced, they were still a very healthy example of love to us. So I feel lucky for that, but it really took a lot of convincing and it still does for me to be like, okay, I believe you. Okay. I feel like there has been a lot of good vibes in my life lately. Jason's book coming out. Good vibe. New Netflix shows to binge watch like pieces of her. Mm -hmm, always a good vibe. Spending time with my pups after tour. Best vibe. Well, another big vibe in my life lately is Vizzy Hard Seltzer. Trust me, this is always a good vibe. As the first hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin C and bold, delicious dual fruit flavors, Vizzy Hard Seltzer passes that vibe check. Vizzy also just launched the first nationwide mimosa hard seltzer. They have taken that classic OJ and champagne duo to a new level by creating a hard seltzer inspired by the classic cocktail. Vizzy Mimosa Hard Seltzer is made with real OJ and is going to come in four delicious flavors. Strawberry orange, pineapple orange, peach orange, and pomegranate orange. So excited to try the pineapple orange flavor. Vizzy also has a lemonade hard seltzer as well as a watermelon hard seltzer. So delish. Each variety pack offers four delicious fruit flavors and the same antioxidant vitamin C. So if you're like me, you're eager to try Vizzy Hard Seltzer and all their new flavors, I have the deets for you. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash Vine. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash Vine to get updates on their latest flavor drops and more. Sign up for their emails at VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. Must be 21 years or older. This week's Great Therapy is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, Vinos, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for your car insurance, and then they'll show you a variety of coverages that will fit within your budget giving you options. Now that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote and you'll be able to choose the best option for you fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with progressive insurance. Quote today at progressive.com to try the name your price tool for yourself and join the over 27 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. This is off the vine. Grape therapy. You're so funny, but start another TikTok of like therapy. Seriously. I, like, I feel like we can be both. We'll just do, we'll incorporate it we can all. be more than both. You are more than both. You're so, yeah. I, I said in my Instagram story the other day, like healthy obsession. She's so funny, mm-hmm. so smart. You're so like driven, yet you have empathy. Like you have so many things that, which I won't always want to be like, we can be all of that. Mm-hmm. Like the other day I did this with Dancing with the Stars. I was like, what should my next career goal be? Because I love working. And everyone was like, stay home and be a mom. And I'm like, I would love that. But me personally, I also need to do work and I can do both. I would yeah. love to stay at home with my baby too. And it's just like, whoever you are inside as a person, whatever drives you, do that. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. That. I, so I did the whole stay at home mom thing for seven months and I will tell you, I loved it. And it also killed me inside. Like genuinely Jonas and I are wired completely upside down from the natural, like normal home model. Like when you see a mom stay at home, yeah, I wanted that so deeply. Like genuinely when anyone ever asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up as a kid, I always said like a mom. And I was like, I want to be a mom. I want to be a mom. And like to then get to the point where I was staying home with August and I felt like such a failure because I would get to like 1 p.m. And I'm like, I hate this. Like, I love him and I hate this. Mm-hmm. And Jonas was just like desperate to be home with August. And we switched it. And it was like our hearts just like lit on fire for what we were doing. Oh, Jonas loved doing like the stay at home dad thing. He kills it. He goes to Target. They go to Walmart. <laughs> they go grocery shopping. They go out. They go to the zoo. I'm just like, I never could have done that. Like... I was barely hanging on playing like the dancing veggies, YouTube videos. And I'm like, I can't do this. because <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I think that, I think that my brain is more built for like the toddler age, like the two, three-year-old, like playing, hanging out. I'm like, I wasn't built for this age we're at right now. And so it's okay. Like you yeah. just have to be good at what you're good at. And like, accept the fact that like your brain's wired a certain way yep. and it just doesn't have to be like what anyone else is. And all the mommy bloggers just like ruin it for everyone else. Like, I'm not lying. Like yeah. they well, just decide like, this is the one reality that everyone else has subscribed to. And if you don't like feel this way, then you're basically a failure as a mom. And it's like, right. I wish you didn't put this out there like that. Like you're really not doing anything for anyone with that opinion right there. This is why you're a true influencer because you shoot the truth and like, yeah, are you able to like connect with people who are like, yes, thank you for making me feel better. Great therapy. Here we go. We're going to give some advice. It's like I say on my podcast, take it or leave it. But um, I would leave mine and take releases after this whole conversation. So, um, okay. This one was interesting to me. So it says, my sister is my maid of honor by default, which first of all, I'm already like, 
don't let that happen. What? This is your wedding. Yeah. And oftentimes makes things about her and complains about every inconvenience. How do I navigate this while also enjoying my wedding festivities? No, yeah. dude, there that is no bitch. one in your wedding by default. Nobody. You choose all of them. Yes. This is, what do you do if you're in this situation where you are getting married, you, your partner or whoever is like, this has to be your maid of honor or whatever. Like what, how do you navigate that? Me? Are you guys? Yeah. I honestly, I'd sit down and have a conversation. I'd take him to coffee and I'd say, I love you so much. And I want you to be part of my day. And I would love for you to support me in the way that I deserve. And if you can't do that, then that sucks because um, I don't get to have you on my day, but I would rather have it be a healthy day that allows me to like enjoy it freely and not be worried about your feelings because your feelings that day just like aren't as important. I love you. And they're just not as important. And if they they can't completely, but on this day, it's mine. Exactly. And like, if it was their wedding day, the person that was starting, like initiating this conversation, bummed out bride would feel the the same way, but opposite. Like they'd be like, I want to support you in any way that I can. So I would have a really honest conversation and just be like, if you can't be the person I need you to be on that day, then you're not. And that's okay. Like you can be in the audience in the crowd and and enjoy it and dance and drink for free, all that. But like, you're not going to be my right hand person. Yeah. That's perfect advice. I hope that helped bummed out bride because that's, I need to keep that in mind for my way. I don't think there's anyone in my family or friends or Jason's family that would ever do that, but I keep that in mind for the day. Okay. What to do about a friend that stole your wedding vows, used them, but didn't ask or warn you, but like cut out a chunk and change some words, but it's very obvious that this happened. I personally like a little bit, like I would, I would be flattered. I'd be like, wow, I didn't think I was good with my words. If you're going to, I wouldn't change your vows. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't change a thing. Are you kidding me? No way. Yeah. Right. You can't change something that was like from your heart. If they needed a template to like speak their truth and like from their heart, that's on them. That's not on you. (laughs) If they need help with like speaking the way they feel about their spouse, like they have to, they they have to go go to God with that one. Like that's, that's that's not between you and like the people you love. No way. That's true. Uh, Debbie says, at least you did it first. It's flattering, but also seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's funny because I am a bit of a like comedy thief. I call myself where if I find something funny, I write it down in my notes and I'll like use it in my own way. But that's not so I know I'm going to invite myself to your wedding. And if I'm not invited, it's okay, but I will reserve a spot in my brain mentally. And if it doesn't happen, it's, I'm not going to be sad, but I'm, I do want to plan for it. I am going to give you the tea right now. I hope this wedding happens this year. And if it does, well, even if it happens next year, you're invited. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just put that in my pocket and sleep eating. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> it's, you were literally, we were do, making our guest list the other night and we were like, oh, duh. Elise. Oh my God. I'm going to dance all night. I'm just going like, to sprinkle her it big, out. We, we should make a big wine guy, like fancy dress. 
I will. I'll wear it. Whatever you need. I know you Girl, will. Whatever you need. I, will I be know there. you will. Ooh, I like this question. Um, how often do couples have sex? Hi, mom. Um, and is it okay to be the initiator? Backstory. When my boyfriend and I started dating, we had sex every time we hung out. Fast forward. Well, first of all, that's every new relationship. Um, yeah. Fast forward to a year and a half later and we have sex, but I feel like I initiated a lot and it's been like a week. I'm like, I need sex now. And I don't understand how he doesn't feel that way. Maybe he does, but he doesn't say it. I need advice. And um, Nicole, thank you for sharing your name because I think this is such a regular topic that we should talk about and an okay topic to feel safe and talking about it because yes, I think every single human being and body is so different. It depends so on different. your hormones, your time of the month, your phase of your cycle. Um, what medication are you on? Is he on any what stress going on in your lives? Like there are so many factors that play into your sex life that literally doesn't mean he either likes you or doesn't or loves you or doesn't or you're more this than him and it's like a bad thing or a good thing there's so many factors that play into it that we get into our head of like what what is right and wrong and again i think it goes back to what elise would probably say and that's an honest conversation (laughs) every time time. that's gonna be my answer to everything is like it's it's funny because like everybody wants to be on the same page. They they, they just don't want to go through the process of being on the same page. And they think it's so awkward. And like, if this person loves you and like is literally inside of you, like they should want to have a conversation. Like that's, that just shouldn't be awkward. And if it yeah. is, then like, that's another point of intimacy you guys should explore and figure out how to do. And like, if you're needing more physical touch and more, physical intimacy than you're getting like that's that's worth talking about and for like for me and Jonas like there's definitely been seasons where it's like I'm more into it he isn't he's more into it I'm not like all of it and like if you're not willing to talk about it like there's going to be far more like awkward things to talk about later in your future that are not about like YouTube but about your kids or like family and like just getting into that rhythm of talking about it is so important. And the, the earlier you can do that, the more healthier and like successful your relationship is going to be. So just have a straight up conversation and be like, Hey dude, I need you to touch me more. <laughs> well, if you don't, or if you don't want to, or if you can't, why? Because I need to understand because I know it's not yeah. me. Like it, we're, you know, in this together. So honest conversations. And I, sometimes those can start as uncomfortable, but end up being like the most pivotal points in your relationship. Huge, huge, like pivot points for your, your, your friendship and your relationship. Like, it's not just like your physical, like romantic heat. It's like not heat. It's like, it's, it's literally building a foundation for your love. And like, if you can't talk about those things, like there's bigger issues. And so just bring it up. Like, and if he doesn't feel comfortable like having sex, like there's other things happening. Like, and, and you want to open that door to be like, hey, what's going on? Like, I want to help you and I want to give you the resources that you need to fix that because I want you to like love this portion of our relationship. Anyways, yeah. that's the whole thing. No, that's, that's all very valid and incredible points. And I think that's a conversation that more people should have because I bet they would find out a lot, uh, you know, through true friendships and honest conversations. How do you heal from heartbreak? Two years ago, I found out the man who I thought I would marry was cheating on me. And the no. last time I saw her, our son was five months old. I know that I deserve happiness and that his actions don't reflect on me, but I'm struggling allowing myself to be vulnerable and find love again. Who really wants to date the single mom with two kids and two baby daddies, my oldest 13. 
Kay from Ontario, Canada. Put all of this is kind of the same thing with the last conversation. That is your ego thinking. That is not like a logical side of your brain thinking. Everybody heals from heartbreak, even though it still feels like a loss and you have to grieve certain things. That person could be five years out of your life, 10 years out of your life, and you could still feel like you miss them or like aren't over it but you're much in a much better place than three months out of the relationship but i think the thing to think about is that you will all heal from a heartbreak and don't feel silly about the pain that heartbreak causes because i feel so ashamed of myself for like having to go to like therapy and go on antidepressants about a heartbreak but that's real and you will find somebody that loves you for that because there are other men out there who have baby mamas or daughters who are also in the same boat who understand or there's people who have empathy for your situation and it just you just never know it could come in five years it could come tomorrow you just don't know what's around that corner ditto all i can say is like the best thing Kay, that you can do is like show your kiddos that like you are a woman that loves herself and values herself as a mom, as a woman, as a parent, like as a person, like, and you don't need a person. You want a person to to love and to have for the rest of your life, like as a partner. And as a, it's just so powerful to have a kid and like to have them like these little eyes, like watching you. And so if you're seeing this, like it's genuinely so powerful to be like, you know what, if I don't find someone, it's fine because I've got everything I need in you guys, but I want somebody. I don't need them. I want them. And like to have, to have, like, I wish I would have grown up with my mom to watch her. Cause she dated when I was a kid, like to watch her be like, I love who I am. And I'm not looking for that in anybody. Like I, I know, and I love who I am. Like that would have been really powerful for me as a kid. And so if you can get to that point, the love that you are wanting will find itself in your life. Like naturally it will. But the best thing you can do is to show your kiddos that like they've got a mom that's killing it and like knows what she's worth and will not settle for anybody but the best. So yeah. I love that. Those were, I went one way, you went another and it was all like, yes. That's good. Okay, this one, what is the best way to move on from a five-year relationship that ended out of nowhere? She said, I mean, thank God for this most recent Spade and Sparrows delivery because I need something. Samantha, I had to heal from one of the worst heartbreaks of my life where I felt like my mom and my sister can attest to this. I it It took me probably five years to get over. You just have to know that every single day you move forward a little bit even if it's like an inch you do move forward a little bit every single day i feel like i feel like i could give better advice but i'm uh that's all i've got because when i went through it i was like nothing helps nothing helps except for time just time one day an hour that's it one hour at a time even a day feels like too much like just an hour I always wanted to give better advice for heartbreaks like that. And I'm like, it sucks because you feel so helpless, but you're like, literally, that's the only thing that helps is time. And you just have to accept it. And in that time, you have every opportunity to grow and learn and do the work on yourself and reflect and all those things. But time is unfortunately the only thing that really That's it. Just time. 
Yeah. Okay. I am a young widow with two small kids. I'm finding it really challenging to date. First of all, bless you. We are all here for you. It always gets really awkward when I inevitably tell a guy I'm interested in about my history. Obviously it's not a first date conversation, but even small things like explaining why I have moved recently, they've become uncomfortable when I try to dance around my circumstances. Any advice on this would be greatly appreciated. I of course cannot relate to this so i can't imagine how hard that is but that is your truth and i think the whole um zoom that we've been on tonight has really actually been celebrating like living our truths and like sitting in that and i think that's the only thing you can do because that's not something you should feel shame around that's not something you should hide that's not something that should either make something awkward or deter a person or anything like that should be part of your story that somebody accepts fully. So um, I can't imagine being in, being in that situation, but I feel like, again, it's, that's you and that's part of you and that's part of your story. And there should be zero shame or awkwardness around it. Okay. So I'm going to let you take it. (laughs) I just feel sad. I feel sad that like, it's just so, it's so powerful that you can share that like, I loved so deeply and I want to find it again. Like I, and I don't know, I'm just going to cry. So I'm going to let you take it. I think, but I mean, I'm sure there's somebody in here. Oh, here, Nancy, as a widow at help, what helped me was five minute deep breathing exercises on headspace. Like there's so many, um, I'm sure tools that you're probably aware of. I, again, I know it's probably easier said than done for me to just be like, yeah, just, you know, that's your truth. So share that story. I know that's, I can't put myself in that position. So I can't imagine how hard that is, but from our advice or from our, like us as human beings who can only just empathize for you without being in that circumstance. I think it's just like feeling comfortable with someone. You're going to just know one day when you feel comfortable enough with somebody. I, I talked to Michael A from Katie season, who's a widow all the time. And he like has found himself on widow dating apps, or I feel like there are so many people out there who can probably understand or you know, like people out there who would genuinely have empathy and listen and understand. Because if you think about dating, gosh, how many awful people do you run into dating no matter what? There's so many people out there that would listen to your story and your history and your past and empathize and fall in love with that story and know like, oh, this is a woman who has been through a lot, but also knows how to love deeply. I will, I will say too, like, so when Jonas and I met and started dating, there was a lot from my past that I had briefly touched on, but not really expanded upon that were like pretty traumatic. And like, we didn't really get into it until a little bit further into our relationship. And I didn't really feel like it was relevant to bring up because I'm like, either you're going to love me for me or you're not like, this information isn't relevant to you deciding whether like I am worth loving or and accepting or not. And until like months into our relationship, I brought up like, Hey, I've dealt with this. Like this has happened to me in my life. And like, I really got to see who he was as a person through it. And like the people that didn't want to stick around for that, like they were not worth my time. And like, you're going to get some looks, some weird looks where, where people are kind of like, um, intimidated by the fact that like they have to kind of deal with it. 
But number one, you're the person that has to deal with it, not them. They just have to love you through it. And like you, you're the one that's responsible for kind of like getting the help that you need to like make yourself a healthy person moving forward. And if somebody is willing to stick by your side through it, like they're not worth it. And so genuinely like seeing Jonas's face, as I told him what I'd been through, like it was worth the, all of the, all of the the people that I had spoken to that like couldn't handle it. Like, so I would say like, I don't think you have to lead with it, not, not that you have to hide it, but like, I don't feel like, don't feel like you have to lead with that on your first date. Like that's not everything about you. That is a part of your history, but more than that, like you are you and, and you need to share what makes you, you. And eventually you can get to that. And if they have an issue with it, like, yeah, they're not your person and they can just go move right along. Um, so I don't want you to feel like that's a reflection of who you are or your worth of being loved or not. Like that's no measure of, of your worth of being loved. Um, if that helps at all. Yeah. This is, I love this because you like every either podcast or wine zoom or anything live podcasts, like you never know what direction it's going to go. And this feels like super healing to, yeah. I, if I can't relate to it, like, I feel like it's a super healing conversation and I hope everybody feels the same way. Cause this to me, I'm like, Oh my God, true. Great therapy. This, this one from Olivia, um, she said, this is hard for me to admit. I've never even said this out loud, but I don't know if I'll ever want kids. And I'm terrified of being judged by family and friends for that. My mom has been dropping hints for years about the fact that I haven't given her a grandbaby yet. I'm 29. I've only been married a year. I always assumed after I got married, I would start to get excited about the thought of being pregnant someday. I'm still not. I'm terrified of not being able to get pregnant or of postpartum depression um, or just the thought of bringing a child into the world. That's so scary right now. I always assumed one day I would be financially stable and everything would fall into place, but I make great money in my job. I'm thankful, but it seems like the cost of everything is constantly going up. I just don't understand how people even afford children without going into massive debt. My student loans are almost paid off. So the thought of paying those off and then immediately putting myself back into debt for a child seems ridiculous to me. I'm also really afraid of being pregnant, giving birth. These are all such relatable things. Dude, um, I literally could have written this myself. <laughs> like, yes, dead yes. serious. I feel like people um, are constantly scaring me away from wanting kids. I always assumed I'd wake up one day and be excited to start a family, but instead the fear just gets worse each year. Yes. I'm sure so many people can relate to this. Olivia, I will tell you right now, even when Jonas and I decided to get pregnant, I still was not like, yeah, this is something I for sure want. Like I wanted it because Jonas wanted it and I loved Jonas, but Never did I ever feel like financially, yeah, we got it. Like emotionally, yeah, I got it. When I got pregnant, I was the most depressed and anxious I've ever been in my life. Like, and not that that's the goal. Like, you obviously want to be the healthiest you can be to bring a child into the world, but like, it, it felt right for our family. But if it didn't feel right for our family, like, we wouldn't have done it. Like, if it didn't feel right, we would have decided, like, what's best for our family is what's best. Nobody else is going to be there to, to harbor the financial burden that a child brings to your family. Like, unless there is somebody going like, you know what, I will give full daycare. I will get, I will pay for all of the hospital bills. I will pay for all the diapers. I will pay for all the food. If you can't breastfeed, I will pump for you. I will buy all the milk. I will buy all the food. Like, unless there is somebody that like, will do all of that for you, which nobody will, even if they will, they won't. You know what I mean? Like, there is never a time in your life where it's like this make 
makes the most sense. But if it feels right, like it's, it's like a feeling you're the person that has to grow this human in your body. And like, if you don't feel like it's right, it's not right. If it's, if like, and my dad gives this beautiful analogy of like two people that are married or just living life together that are, they're growing a life together. They both have to have the key, like the turn key to like make it happen. Like the launch key in like a rocket office. I don't know where the, the like launching the rocket in space. Like both yeah. people have to turn the key to like hit go. And if both people don't turn their key, like it doesn't work. And that's kind of how it is with having kids. Like, unless you feel fully ready to like sacrifice your body for this whole person, like it's not right. And so I just don't want you to feel any shame. Like there is no shame in waiting till you're 35 or like ever, like to never have kids, to adopt when you're 40, to like give a kid that has, that already had biological parents that didn't have the opportunity to grow up with a, a family that like wanted them. Like there's never an opportunity that is too late or isn't like right for you. I don't know. There's no right opportunity. It's just the one that's, that's right for your family. And so I, I wouldn't put pressure on yourself. I would just make it right for you. And um, everybody else that has an opinion can go for themselves because they're not the person that has to carry the baby and they're not the person that has to pay for the bills. All right. I don't mean to cuss. It's just, it's really frustrating to you and people pressure on you and they're not willing to be there in all the dark times. Please cuss because nothing gets the point through quite like. Yeah, the word really just drives at home most of the time (laughs) (laughs) if you ever get a point across you just throw the f-bomb in there and it's yeah it's like it's my favorite word yeah yeah i love that okay wait let's see what people are saying um i love the support that goes on in this group this is just Uh, this is good every time like really good i really like this group elise you are truly what the world needs and i'm so blessed that you are actually a friend that i can i literally connected with you the second we talked on uh, zoom for my podcast i was you were like and you know you can talk to me about anything i was like i i feel that <laughs> i'm so glad i just want to be that i want to be a lot of people you are you are i think everybody in this chat can agree that you are a safe place and you make everybody feel happy and joy and love and like a little sense of like like it's just real it's reality and I'm just so lucky that I know you and you're incredible thank you everyone for coming on this zoom yeah Uh, this is so good it's so isn't it just like it's just the best group of people that I've ever not met in my whole life you are just my favorite human thank you for joining us tonight I think everybody in here can agree that you just like I'm going to sleep tonight with just like a very positive mindset, a very empowered mindset. And you are just incredible. I love it. Thank you so much for having me and your little family. This is like the best gift ever. You are family. I love you. Spade and Sparrow's weird dysfunctional family. Yes. Yes. We love a dysfunctional family. We love it. (laughs) That is all of us. I love y'all. I'm going to go get some sleep. I'm Caitlin Bristow. Your session is now ending. Thanks for listening to Off the Vine, Grape Therapy. 
Tune in to hear new mini-sodes every Thursday. And check out new full-length episodes every Tuesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Who's that with OTV? Hey guys, it's your girl V Rivera, back again with a brand new podcast. This time it's with my lifelong friend, me, Alessandra Gonzalez, and this is Vibin' and, and Kind of Thriving Podcast. Tune in every Monday to hear all about our victories, our failures. Can't forget about the bochinche. That's gossip in Spanish, in case you didn't know. So come vibe with us and be a part of this beautiful and kind of thriving sisterhood. Follow us on Instagram at Vibin' and Kind of Thriving. We'll catch you on Mondays. Okay, you know, I can't keep a secret. Depends what it is, but most of the time, no. Or a deal to myself, which is why I'm going to tell you the best place to find spring savings, Ross. Okay, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends because when you find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices, you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on these deals on your favorite tops and it's spring. So, you know, Ross has savings on sundresses and you can shop your spring style with brand names, sandals for less. And with these savings, you're going to want to get a handle on these handbags. Get outside this spring with savings on the outdoor tableware. And let's not forget about the guys, okay? There are plenty of great deals on men's shirts and more. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross.